This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the February 22nd edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. We're recording a little bit later today because we haven't really seen too much action uh, besides with the Lou Williams deal. There wasn't much going on on Wednesday morning, so we waited a little bit for some news to happen, and we got it. And with me to break it down is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's up, man? Ready to talk about the homie. The homie Dario. Uh, he, If you stashed him, you're golden. We'll get to him in a second. We're going to kind of do this chronologically from the three deals that have happened since we last did the pod. If my dog would just chill for a second. All right, you're, I'm moving the dog. So um, if you, in case you missed it, uh, I wrote a whole big column it's like 1,700 words just talking about the Rockets and how Lou Williams fits as a how he can be uh, getting his own shot. I think he's 25th in unassisted buckets among guys who get decent minutes, 175. Um, he's a good catch-and-shoot guy, 40%. Uh, again, can create his own shot. Actually, uh, comments from D'Antoni, he called him the seventh man today. So that was interesting. I don't know if I buy that. So I'll, I'll put my two cents on that. So what, what are your, your takeaway from just the Houston side on this? Okay, I think the move was designed just to take a few minutes away from Harden. Would you agree with that? Yep. Lower Harden's minutes by just a few. A few? Take, probably, I don't probably, see him dropping below 35. From like, yeah, I mean, like that, a minute and a half. Fair. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And then also, probably four to five minutes of Eric Gordon, just because of his injury history, the yeah. Rockets can't take a chance now. So For sure. That's he's a great and he's healthy, so just manage him the rest of the way, and he's golden for playoffs. So. Yep, agreed. And also, Patrick Beverly probably... Three to four minutes away from him as well. Yep. Yeah, I'm with that. So, uh, pretty much hard. I don't really see Harden getting affected. I mean, what? A minute and a half from 36 minutes. Who cares? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, like fractional hurt hit there. Um, I, I see Gordon's taking a big hit, man. Um, I, my favorite stat from my column was it's like a seven or even higher. I think it's like 10 usage rate differential from when he's with Harden because there's mm-hmm. just nobody in that second unit that can score. Um, what Montrez Harrell is basically this like the second option uh, in the So I mean, take putting a guy like Lou Williams who has a thirty usage rate, which it won't be that high. But I uh, yeah, I see Gordon falling off hard, man. Like, uh, yeah, big minutes. time. He's the big loser here. Yeah, and also Patrick Beverly's Patrick Beverly's fine because he's more of a, a threes and steals guy anyway. Yeah, but I'm worried about Gordon now. Yeah, Gordon. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about Rhino because they could play a reset at the four and they can go three guard a little more often. To, going against a team that goes small and shoots a lot of threes and they want a little faster lineup. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, Rhino can't really defend fours, can't really defend the perimeter. So and I they see can't that. play Rhino against Warriors, too, so it makes sense yep. to go go small. So. Absolutely. Um, and actually, uh, Demo had a Twitter question. Just wanted to tie into it now. How do you, how does this affect Ariza? I think Ariza's fine, man. Yeah, slight usage hit, but as mentioned, should still be there. Yeah, he's going to play more four, like you said, so I, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. I think... That Sam Decker might is going, is going to take a big hit. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, some other people were saying that they think he may benefit because Brewer's gone. But I don't think so. I think they're going to roll three yeah. guard a lot. Brewer wasn't playing anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's see here. Uh, anything? We're good. Uh, okay, so I didn't wrap the Lakers side because it feels like they're still going to make some moves. They they we've saw Magic Johnson say he wants to play Zubat, so that's a good sign for him. 
Um, yeah. D'Angelo Russell should play more. We should see more Ingram. Um, possibly they're trying to trade Luol Deng. They're trying to trade Moskov. They may have to give up draft compensation to move that contract. Um, so uh, what were your thoughts on Lou Williams going away? Well, maybe Marcelo Huertas. Uh, Jose Calderon is also a buyout option. So I mean, We, what we laughed about this a couple weeks ago, but we said D'Angelo Russell was like, what was it, ninth or 10th in fourth quarter minutes? Yeah. <laughs> With Lou Williams, so it's going to be huge for him to play in the fourth quarter now. So yeah, big, big winner. Russell's a lock for 30 minutes plus. I think Jordan Clarks is an even bigger winner in terms of value jump. He's been so bad. You pick him up? He's been, he's been terrible, yeah, but he goes from 23 minutes to 30 minutes. Especially yeah. if Nick Young's gone, because we, we, we're assuming Nick Young is also gone. Yeah, and actually Nick Young tweeted out most hated 224-17, and like, yeah. the Lakers play the Thunder on Thursday, on Friday, so maybe the, the Thunder are going to get him, or what? They need, another, they need another wing. They do need another wing. That'd be funny. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Dude, can we just talk about the crazy tweet emoji decoder ring stuff that we need, man? Isaiah oh Thomas had tweeted out the the like, the like the time study. The hourglass? Yeah, hourglass. All right, just something on mine. And then uh, the googly eyes and Jay Crowder tweeting out happy faces and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a reference. The last time Isaiah Thomas tweeted out the emoji eyes was when they signed out Horford. So yeah, that's yeah. Was brewing yesterday. Exactly. Uh, okay, so let's move. anything else you pick? Like, so Clark, would you pick Clarkson up? I I don't even care, man. I want to see him play um, well. I'd rather I'd rather see who else is available after the trade deadline first. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really running. Like you said, I, I imagine Zubats is probably the only guy I'd be happy to own. Right. Because like, that's going to be Lou Williams being such a high usage guy. That should be more shots for Zubat to be six in the second unit. For sure. Uh, but yeah, I think Magic wants to start him too, which is a really good sign. Um, oh, yeah. Any other takeaways, Lakers? No? Nope. Like Not you yet. said, I picked, I picked up. I've already had Zubat, so he's yeah. just going to be a stud now. Yeah, I think he should be pretty good. Love the block rate going up. Um, hmm, who else? There's somebody else that I'm forgetting. Uh, who else? Are you thinking of Brandon Negro? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hit on him briefly, but I don't really... I'm, I'm not excited about Ingram, though. Do you, but what about, you think Corey Brewer does anything with Nick no. Young, if Nick Young goes? No. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not waived already. Yeah. What about Larry, Larry Nance also, second unit boost? That's what yeah, if they go back to playing Larry Nance to the three besides Randall, that'd be interesting, but yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I think Lance, I'd definitely pick up, if Nance is still on your wire, I'd pick him up over Clarkson for sure. Yeah, I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move on uh, to the... Trade that happened this afternoon, uh, a guy that we all knew was getting traded is Bowen Bogdanovich to a team we knew that needed a bench scorer, and that was the Wizards. They traded up, traded a first-round lottery protected, so obviously it's pretty much going to be the the Wizards are not going to the lottery. So it'll be a it'll be a pick in the twenty to twenty-four range. Last yeah, day. yeah, pretty much. Uh, maybe higher, man. I mean, they're winning a lot of games. But, yeah. Yeah. So they traded that. They traded Marcus Thornton, who's going to be waived as. Uh, Woj is just reporting as we're recording this, and a- Andrew Nicholson for Bohan and our boy Chris McCullough, uh, and that's cutting bait with bait with him. So, yeah. um, let's talk, Bohan. I mean, adios, pretty much fantasy value. Yeah, he's 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 a goner. Yeah. I mean, they're still gonna play Kelly Oubre, so yeah, Bohan Bogdanovich probably gonna play. 18, 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's going to take minutes away from Beal. He's not going to take minutes away from Otto Porter. Um, like we said, Kelly Oubre is still capable. He's a better defender than Bohan is. So it's really just like, if they're trailing, then they'll go with Bohan over Oubre in that um, wall, Beal, Porter, Gortat, and then 
Bohan in there for the fifth guy to shoot threes and come back. But they're winning a lot of games, so yeah, he's done. Yeah. Um, he's basically Porter insurance because Porter, right before the All-Star break, he was he was having hip problems. Yep. He was riding the exercise bike on the sideline, so he's just insurance for now. Yeah, Porter's been freaking killing. This doesn't affect anyone, just to make that clear. Um, right. So the Nets side of this, this is interesting. Uh, I mean, Bohan, we saw the last, the only game he missed, that it was Karis LeVert who got the start in that game. And Karis LeVert today had an interesting quote. He said that he's looking to play off of Brooke Lopez. So, A, that says he thinks Lopez is going to stay. And, B, that suggests that he's going to start. So, let's talk LeVert, uh, a guy who had really faded uh, ever since they've been kind of resting him a little bit. I mean, I'm not running the wire to pick him up. But if I've stashed LeVert and I've held him, I'm feeling pretty good today. Yeah, he's more of a 14 team for now. Just the rest is so annoying in Brooklyn. Yeah, like if he knew, if he knew he was going to play every game, like he'd be a must pick up. Right, but yeah. he's not because yeah. the Nets are super super cautious, even though he's healthy. So yeah, and then the other other thing is Sean Kelp. Like it's just weird because the loss of Bohan is overshadowed by the addition of Jeremy Lin, who practiced today and all signs are pointing him playing on Friday. So right. there's really, besides Levert, there's really not much of a pickup. Sean Kilpatrick would have benefited. Joe Harris would have benefited. But usage is going to fall apart. Ronda Hollis-Jefferson's playing mostly four now. Uh, Atkinson said that he's going to focus on playing the four. But if needed, he'll play the three. So if they're resting guys or guys are missing time. But he'll probably be, call it 75% four, 25% three. So very minimal gain for him. Yeah, not, not, much, not much to it. Let's see what happens with Andrew Nicholson because he he's signed for three years. So yeah, that's not going to be an easy contract to get rid of. No, like they're going to they can stretch him, but they're going to definitely stretch him. I mean, I, unless he shows something, he's only made twenty nine percent on jumpers this year, uh, so his whole stretch four thing hasn't really worked out. We remember when he was going strong in Orlando, he could hit corner threes reasonably well, and it just hasn't been there. Yeah. Um. Good. What about Lynn real fast? Are you picking him? I mean, pick him up and see what happens. Like, if you pick him up, do you have high hopes or like, all right, whatever. It's just. I mean, you have, to, you have to pick him up, but yeah. you have to be realistic. He's only going to play three games in a four-game week, basically. For, if that. Yeah. Like, he's not playing back-to-backs for a while. And We're, You're lucky that Brooklyn Nets have a good playoff schedule because if not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch him. Yeah, like, I'm not cutting. If I'm rolling a guy out there and I'm happy with him and he's putting up, like, top 85 value or something, I'm not cutting him. Like but if you have a guy like Darren Williams in your roster, yeah, I would move him for Lynn right now. Yeah, I would do that too. It's a good, good yeah. call. Um, he's definitely trending down. Um, yeah, just quickly on on that Darren thing. Um, Darren didn't practice today. Carlisle hinted because no, um, they're worried about the they're, for trade reasons. Basically, same with Bogut. So hold on to Yogi Ferrell. Keep an eye on Dwight Powell. Keep an eye on Salah Mejri, uh, who's also been playing a little bit better. He's really stepped up with Bogut out. So Mejri, if you need a, a big man in a deep league. Um, good? Good there. Alright, and then the fun deal of the night uh, this evening, early evening. Uh, Ghostface Ilya, he's going to ATL. Shout it. Um, <laughs> New York and uh, Down South Rappers unite. Uh, that deal is for Diago Splitter's terrible contract, which the Sixers will basically absorb. Picked up two second round picks. Also gets him to the salary floor this year. Um, so, yeah, picking up some pick, or it's actually one pick and a pick swap, I believe. Kind of missed um, some different reports on that. So, very hinky-like. <laughs> very hinky-like. He's channeling his inner hinky. Um, so, what are you doing here? Uh, obviously, let's talk to the homie Dario. In Fuego, uh, like I've been saying for the past week and a half, he has uh, Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month for February in the bag. And he's, dude, he may be Eastern Conference Player of the Month. No, I'm kidding, obviously. 
But uh, his, <laughs> his last five games, 20.6 points, 7.4 boards, 2.2 assists, 1.2 steals, 2.2 threes, 8, 53% from the field, 92% from the line, only 1.8 turnovers in just 28 minutes. How much are you loving the homie right now? Man, I was so discouraged at the beginning of the season, but so my God, has he grown, man. Dude, I have him. He's gotten so much better each month. I love it. I have him in 30 deep, man. Oh, baby. I, I've, had, I've had a good day. I've had a really good day. <laughs> um, with my competition, there's Ryan, we always talk about his team stacked. He got CP3 back early. Um, so it's, it's Ryan, I'm, I'm worried about. We're going to face each other in the semis. We're on the same division. Um, I have CP3 in every league, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, man, that's freaking awesome. He'll probably, yeah. He may not play tomorrow, but he'll probably play Friday. Um, right. That's awesome news. So, the homie, what are your expectations here? Like, top 75, top 50? Right when we initially projected for the beginning of the season, we thought he was going to be this good right away, but it took him some time, but yeah. that's fine. So, I think top 75 is realistic again. Yeah, 75 seems good. I mean, he has really no backup uh, yeah. right now, which will change. They'll probably sign someone. Um, I mean, they're going to have to play Roko at the four a little bit. They may... They need, they need to move Holmes there again. Yeah, I mean, you figured they'd trade Okafor and they'd probably get a four back in the deal somehow. So yeah. that'll probably be what his backup is. But until that's figured out, he's going to play, like, I think 36, 37 minutes, maybe more. Um, you know what I think could happen is a mirrored for Okafor straight-up trade. Interesting. That'd be a yeah. pretty good fit. Uh, I don't know if the Sixers have any interest in a guy like Miritich, though. Restricted free agents so they can control them a little bit. So yeah. they might some Yeah, so I don't really, I don't, I don't. They, I just, they, they want picks, man. I just, they got, they got enough depth where the picks are going to get next year in the draft. Right. It's great. Like I, I would love to see um, the 76ers and Kings like have a pick swap. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then they get the 2019 pick, man. Like it's going to be crazy. Yeah. And it's also pretty crazy that it's possible just to add to the Kings. They could not have a first-round pick this year. Like, yeah, if, it's top 10 protected. Uh, well, yeah, their pick is top 10 protected from the Bulls, but, I mean, it's very unlikely. Like, right. they're going to be bottom 10 for sure. And even, mm-hmm. like, even like, bottom 7, because, like, if two teams hop over them, then the, they'll still be in the top 10 or whatever. But And then yep. the, the Pelicans pick is top 3 protected, so if the Pelicans don't make the playoffs and they somehow hit the lottery for the top 3, like, it's crazy. Uh, okay, so where what are, what's our what about Ursan? Uh, massive hit. Uh, well, actually, not too massive. He's really been trending down. So it's not terrible, just yeah. because Mike Muscala has been pretty bad lately. Yeah, so Muscala so be putting more straight five now. Humphreys will probably get bumped. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's no he's upside. Droppable. He's yeah, droppable. for sure. I mean, he's got the second unit on that team is Tim Hardaway show. Uh, Malcolm yeah. Delaney's played well. Um, they stagger their guards and stuff with Baysmore in the second unit a lot. So, I mean, there's really just not much to like here. Right. Definitely droppable. Um, what what else? I feel like there's more to this on the six. Like, Rocco? Is he gaining? Red, Rocco's been red hot, stealing like crazy. Yeah, especially if we learn that Ben Simmons isn't going to play his scans tomorrow. Yep. So, Covington's Col- just been filling it up for, I think he's been top 40 for a while. Steals, dude. Yeah, steals, blocks, everything, threes. Yeah, he's been awesome. His steals are he's, he's Marcus Smart in steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was he? Had? He has like I think over three steals per game in his last six or something. Yeah, he's, just ridiculous. Yeah, he's actually he has almost three threes per game too. He's balling. Um, what else? So yeah, we'll, we'll probably assess that. We're, I want to try to get a pod in tomorrow, but it's going to be really tough. I'm going to be on. Jonas and I are going to be on news together in the morning, so check out Roto World. We'll be doing every rumor that has any sort of credibility. 
we'll, yeah. be, we'll be blurbing it up. So just hit that up, and you'll get a good feel for who's going where and who to, who to pick up and who to keep an eye on. So just to plug the seventy sixers are definitely adding somebody. So it's tough to go to go too crazy right now. For sure. I mean, they'll pick up. I mean, they they may want to. I mean, they, there's no reason why they shouldn't pick up a contract. They're still way under the cap, even with um. The pickup of splitters deal, I still think they're the furthest away from the salary cap, like first or second. Yeah, um, and Slitter's not playing, guys. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he's definitely not playing. Um, and then what was I gonna say? Yeah, like them and Denver, I think, are like neck and neck now to get to the salary floor. Right. Uh, anybody else from these three trades that we didn't hit? That's really about it. Covington's Dario Saric is the huge winners here. Yeah, Dario's really the big winner so far this whole deadline, man. Or do we tie? We need to tie in Noel here, couldn't we? Yeah, go ahead. I heard this morning that they're re-engaging talks with Noel simply because he's a restricted free agent. So I think 76ers are just doing their due diligence and asking around. I think they want to keep him. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast with Woj, and he's like, he's basically saying that. I mean, they're trying to sell Okafor, and there's just not a market for him. Like, no, everyone, everyone doesn't see that number three pick. Everyone sees that bench warming slow defensive liability that has knee surgery yeah that's just not not that player anymore like i mean if we dra- if we did that redraft is in that pretty solid draft class like he'd be going like late first mm-hmm. if that um, but anyways uh let's see who am i yeah i mean would they would we also would you would they play double big at all uh we saw them go Embiid and Nerlens a little bit, and they got away from that. And then Rashawn Holmes was a little bit of a power forward last year. Do you see Rashawn? He was a, he was a power forward in college too. I yeah. think it's time to move him back there. Yeah, they may play him there. We'll see what uh, he's a possible trade candidate as well. If he had some interest, the Sixers are the Sixers and the Magic are I think two teams that, and the Suns are, are three teams that I guess could be, and then the Kings also. Yeah, real quick, the last team that's been linked to Okafor that needs to make a move is Chicago. Yep, so there's a couple of reports on them today. Yep. So, yeah. Well, what, what are you doing with Okafor? Are you still stashing him or what? Um, I, I think I'm stashing him in the 14 league, but I think I dropped him this week. Yeah. I have no interest in him. Yeah. And then also Bobby Portis is going to stay in the rotation. Looks like that's over Miritich. That was just, that's a good move too. Yeah, Bobby Portis did great last week, so definitely yep. think he will pick it up. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, let's see here. How's the... Uh, Malcolm Delaney had, had a tweet about uh, Ursan Eliasova leading the NBA in charges. That's pretty funny. <laughs> said, How many do I have? And he's apparently, uh, he has 14, Delaney does. Uh, okay, so, wow, we, we moved through that pretty quickly. Um, there's one quick thing I want to add real quick. Yeah. Uh, Gentry, this is from yesterday, but Gentry said Tyreek Evans is supposed to be on a minute limit around 27 minutes. So just to tie in with the Sacramento trade. Yep, that's where he tapped that at. Um, and also, too, let's, let's actually hit that real fast. Uh, it sounds uh, Vladi Divac said he's not going to trade Collison. That's what he said. Uh, so we'll see if that means anything. Um, he also but, said that to Cousins. <laughs> right? Oh man, I still can't believe that, dude. Yeah. Like how I. Uh... And then uh, real quickly, uh, how did you feel about? And you're a Lakers boy. What do you think about the Polinka hiring and Magic? What are your thoughts on that? Um, Magic Johnson hire is pretty awful, but the trade yesterday was pretty good. Yeah. So. I'll give him a clean slate. I'll let him start from his tweets in the past. I've <laughs> absolutely horrible. He wanted to take Brandon Knight number one. Yeah, I saw that. And there's just some bad gas he's had on Twitter. So Jill- I'll, give, I'll give him a chance. But he had I'm a pro- optimistic. He had a pro Jaleel Okafor tweet as well. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, and those that are, makes me nervous. Uh, like, click on Brandon Knight, man. Are the Suns gonna have to give away picks to get that contract off their books, man? Like, he's so bad. 
It's pretty bad. Yeah, like he went from, oh, maybe, maybe we can get a late first for him. Like, oh, maybe we have to give a late first for him. <laughs> uh, actually, let us let me go over some, just some other picks that, because we actually went through this pretty fast. Uh, I just want to talk about who has other picks late, because uh, there's a lot of picks moving around now. Um, so Utah has the Golden State pick. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, Portland has the Cavs pick. The Lakers got the Houston pick this year. The uh, Magic have the Clippers pick. Uh, and then also Portland has the Memphis pick. So those are some things to keep an eye on tomorrow. And then also the, the Nets picked up the Wizards pick today. So The most likely to be moved is the Jazz pick. Yeah. They, they're, looking sure. at, they're looking to add uh, somebody else there. And then we'll see. They have 12 million cap space right now. So Yeah. I, I want to see what the Blazers do, man. They're definitely a team to watch. Right. I know I'll show you. Likes to burn up the head, burn up the the phone lines. They can go either direction too, which makes it fun. But it's crazy for as far as it goes right now. The twenty two to thirty slots in the lottery, uh, only two of those spots aren't being traded. Um, <laughs> Utah's own pick, and of course San Antonio's own pick. Yeah. San, is San Antonio doing anything tomorrow? No, they're 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 happy, man. They're getting Paul Gasol back. Yeah. I mean, they've got forty plus wins against at the All Star break. They're fine. Yeah, and they have. One of the best contracts ever. Uh, yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, exactly. What's a better contract, that or Jay Crowder? Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, it's pretty close. Jay Crowder's contract's ridiculous, though. Yeah, but Kawhi Leonard's a top <laughs> five guy. <so. laughs> if, yeah, probably. You could even say top three. Yeah, definitely. I love Kawhi. Okay, um, so let's get to your questions. So we're going to do a little season long here, and then um, we'll try to tie it in DFS if we can for any of you guys who listen for that. Uh, okay, so question from CL8537. He's looking for um, Towns or Trevor and Trevor Booker, excuse me, for Andre Drummond, DeAndre Jordan, and Jameer Nelson, 12-team, 9-cat. Um, and it's weird with those two guys punting. Um, so, I mean, easily it's Towns has more value. Um, in, yeah, because Towns va- doesn't hurt you anywhere. Right. In a vacuum, it's not even a question. But, I mean, I could see where if your team is tanking and free throws, I mean, that's why they have more value. Like, Jameer's pretty legit. I think Jameer's going to be more valuable than Booker, maybe, um, with how often he's going to be rested and stuff. So. Oh, for sure. Nuggets are going for the eighth seed, so yeah. Jameer's got pretty good value unless he's moved tomorrow. So. Yeah, but Towns has been freaking – even still, like, even if I am punting, I'm not trading Towns for those two guys. I'd want guys who have more value, like, period. Towns is – if we drafted today, Towns is top three. Yeah, because Towns has been number one for over a month. Yeah, 13 games, I think it is. Maybe yeah. more than that. So you, would, you want ch- anything you want to change before I said? Nope, I'm, I'm, good, I'm good with Towns' side. Yeah, for sure. It's not really close. Towns is freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay, but I do like Nelson, though. Maybe try Nelson for a booker. Uh, I, I, if you do trade for Nelson, you have to wait till tomorrow at least, though. Yeah? yeah? I mean, he's a huge trade candidate. Yeah, true. Okay. The Cavaliers really wanted him bad. Him and, he, he was missing with, along with Sheldon Max, so I'll just wait. Yeah. You can wait 12 hours. But, I mean, if you trade for him now, like, you're mistrading Trevor, Book- Trevor Booker. You're not going to miss Trevor Booker. That's true. Whereas Nelson could be an impact kind of a sev- top 70 kind of a guy when he gets rolling. Mm-hmm. Like, he's pretty fantasy friendly when he's hot. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Darren Edwards is asking kind of a ranking question. Aaron Gordon, Thaddeus Young, and Josh Richardson, who is cleared to play on Friday. Um, give me Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Second half of the season. It's, it's time for him to break down. I mean... Magic have nobody left. Yeah. It's time for him. And uh, Adrian Wojnarowski added the Magic are expected to be active. So keep an eye out on Fournier. Keep an eye out for Vooch. Uh, we've seen DJ Augustine pop up. Jeff Green with Jeff his Green's ex- gone. expiring deal is going to probably be gone. So 
Yeah, Aaron Gordon's in a really good spot, so his upside gets takes the cake. Uh, Thaddeus yeah. also has intriguing upside if Paul George, which all signs are, it's just kind of like they're just getting feelers to see how much like if they totally flop at the deadline and can't like if they can't get anyone decent, then um, yeah, they, they may they may chop them. Uh, and this is good news for Boston to even hear that because now they have at least a little leverage in Jimmy Butler talks. For sure, that leak was huge for the Jimmy Butler talks too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so Aaron, I'm with you. Gordon's upside. I still love Josh Richardson, but, uh, I mean, I guess... Yeah, the DM waiters have just been yeah. so crazy. Like, whenever that phase is gone, I think then Josh Richardson comes back to life. But yeah. waiters just been so freaking hot. And he's been too hurt too often. And then, like you <laughs> said, uh, this may change tomorrow. Like, if George stays, then I don't like that as much. But that's been fine, man. His steals have been booing his value a little, but he's been all right. Yeah, he said those six steel games, which are insane, but... <laughs> yeah, that, that'll carry your fantasy value for, like, a week. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Just Finnemore's asking, drop Derek Favors for Ennis Cantor, who should be returning soon. No. Yeah, I'm not doing either. Ennis Cantor's still a couple weeks away, probably. Yeah, Favors has been bad. I'm counting on his... Uh, the time off helping him. Exactly. Like, I think I, I, I kind of wrote him off. Ryan and I did, too. Like, dude, this guy's not ready to go. He just is, like, and we've said this before on so many pods. How many knee injuries, Reggie Jackson, Derek Favors, all these guys just have knee injuries. Uh, obviously, Chandler Parsons is the poster child. They just can't get it going, like we said. Like, I'm not drafting. And this is why I was down on John Wall. Like, I yeah. hate guys coming off knee injuries. And John Wall is apparently, uh, he has part... Giannis in him or something and exactly part Westbrook with these cyborg dudes man <laughs> um, so yeah I'm with you there uh, Josh Miller dynasty question so I know you like this one he's asking who would you prefer in a dynasty Jamal Murray Buddy Heald in his new role in Sacramento or Brandon Ingram who's going to get kind of an expanded role now uh, Jamal Murray yeah. that might surprise people but I like Jamal Murray he's a he's a poor man Steph Curry in the future so with, with upside, so I like him a lot. I'm digging Jamal Murray, and I love, yeah. the, Mason, I love the Mason Plumlee thing. I mean, we're gonna, I can guarantee you we're going to probably see at least like three or four 20-point games from Murray this season going forward. I think we may see a 30-point blow-up. Obviously, we saw him score 25 in the second half of the Rising Stars game. Yes, I just said the Rising Stars game, obviously. I don't put <laughs> yeah. too much stock into that. But I'm just saying, the point is this guy can get hot, and uh, he's a really good shooter. And he's really good off the ball, which is what they're going to get him to do. Uh, after that, would you go healed over Ingram, or you would take Ingram? I would take Ingram 100% yeah. over healed. I'm yeah. not a healed guy at all. Same. Even though Vlad Divac said he has the shooting ability of Curry, the size of Clay Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not buying that. Yeah, and they said, and uh, Vivek Ranadivas said he wants the Kings to be like the Spurs, but exciting. Like, <laughs> I hate Spurs that. aren't I exciting? Hate, I hate that, man. Like, Okay, the Spurs, like, they just, they don't have a lot of, I guess, fun, but, dude, watch Kawhi Leonard. Watching Kawhi Leonard is one of, he's, like, one of my top five watches, man. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, watching the Spurs pass the ball is one of the best things about basketball yeah, right yeah. now. And Kawhi's offensive arsenal, man, there's just every day, like, oh, wow, that looks like Kobe. Like, yeah. This guy's, <laughs> like, like I, I've, I've said this multiple times, I think his, uh, this year, his offense has been better than his defense. Yep. It's so good. Agreed. Uh, so moving on, uh, shoot, I didn't put the name for this question, but we'll answer it for you. Uh, Aminu or Josh Richardson? Aminu's kind of on the rise, got a little added opportunity with Mason Plumlee gone. Um, I'm still going Josh Richardson, actually. 
Yeah, I would. I'd too. rather take a chance on upside. I mean, Amidu's a like a he's floating around the eighty hundred range when he's healthy. So yeah, he had that really. I'll bad, take the upside. He had the really bad start to the season, but he shot the ball a little bit better. Um, I expect him to be more of a screener, which is a good thing for the way Dame and CJ uh, are ball handlers in those plays. In his last ten games, Amidu's been a seventh rounder. Um, so he's been really trending up. He's shot the ball much better. 39% still bad, but um, shooting the bell wall from the line. Um, kind of doing a little bit of everything. So, um, I should add, though, he's got a great contract, so he's probably gone. I was thinking about that. He is a, I was thinking about that, too. Like If they can trade him, um, I mean, if they're going to sell, well, Shea's smart enough to know that if they're going to trade, like that contract has value. There's a lot of teams that would love that, that, love that guy on their team. For sure, like a, like a mint, not as good, not nearly as good as Crowder, but it's one of those kind of contracts where it's a great like Crowder's paid like the ninth man in your rotation, yeah. uh, if that, and I mean he's paid like your seventh or eighth man in your rotation. He could be you know your sixth or seventh best player on a good team, so that's that's really valuable. I mean, I can see Amina going to Indiana and being fine. Yeah, or even. Um, uh, I thought he. I was thinking earlier like maybe the Hawks are going to go after him too, but that's obviously not going down anymore. Yeah, um, and the wizard, the wizards too. They're they're maybe looking for more depth. They for sure. really want to go for it. I mean, I think they that, really that'd be bad for him though. Washington would be bad for him. Oh, for sure. Anywhere he goes would be bad for him. I think. Yeah, you want him either to stay. Um, so Matt Stras, he's asking uh, KCP. Uh, also, we should add the Adrian Wojnarowski. He said that they were kind of getting feelers on KCP. This guy's going to be a restricted free agent, so we know teams like the Nets are going to have a lot of money to throw around. We saw what happened with Alan Crabb last summer with him getting overpaid and the Blazers having to match that. So it's going to be a similar scenario. KCP's going to get overpaid. We all know that. So the Pistons are at least entertaining the idea of dealing him before they're going to have to overpay him. So with that, um, do you think he trends up at all? He's, he's been so inconsistent. I'm not a call. I'm, I like Caldwell Pope as a player, but not really for fantasy. He's only been barely top 180 in the past 10 games. So he's pretty cold. There's a league where I like him, where I punt free, where I'm punting field goal percentage with Covington and Smart, and I have him in that league, and I, I absolutely love him just because I don't have to worry about it. But he's, I think he's a monster, man. He's going to get a hundred million plus offer from the Nets. You watch. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, that's the Nets are going to annoy so many people in the next two or three seasons, <laughs> and the Kings too. The Kings are going to have a lot of money. Yep. And no one's going to want to go there. And the Nets are going to offer these poison pill contracts too, like they did with Tyler Johnson. Yep. Yep. Miami's going to be feeling that one. Uh, so Canucks is asking, I like this question, Josh Richardson or Terrence Ross? Give me Ross. That might surprise you. I, I like yeah. Ross more. Uh, yeah, I think I like, uh, I think Ross is safer, and I think he's going to be more scoring-based, but his upside's higher. Yeah, I guess if you take into a, like, if I knew Richardson was going to be healthy, yeah, I would take him, but man, it, it's not looking good for that guy. So. Yeah, he's been he hasn't been healthy all season. I mean, they're playing Deion Waiters big minutes. They still got Wayne Ellington. They like him a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Warren Drogs just staying too. It looks like. Yeah. So. Man, my, it's so crazy. Like, and actually, I was with with the ITL boys, uh, the Welch and Bogman, and they had you on uh, about like two and a half weeks before they had me on. This is like about two weeks from today, and right. you had you had talked. We had, we were talking about how much it was going to be Whiteside getting shut down. And it was amazing from the time that you were on, from when the time that I was on, the, that was basically for the 13-game win streak. So it's amazing how much the, the story changed on, on the heat. With how and speaking of that, if, if Whiteside isn't shut down, I have to eat raw garlic yep. on a live stream for them. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, I love garlic, but raw garlic's rough. 
<laughs> All right, so I'm with you there. Uh, I would take T. Ross, but it's close. I think both are worth owning for sure. Um, so AJ's asking a ranking question. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Eric Gordon, Hardaway Jr., Terrence Ross, or Etwan Moore? I'm sure you're going to put Etwan Moore last. Uh, but what about those other four? Gordon, Gordon, Hardaway Jr., and Ross. Give me Hardaway Jr. and Ross. That might surprise you as well, but I like over, those two guys. Over Gordon? Aaron Gordon? Oh, you said Aaron Gordon? Yeah, yeah Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Dub, double Gordon. Aaron Gordon, Aaron oh, okay. Gordon, yeah. Um, throw Aaron Gordon at the top of that list for me. Yep. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear you say Aaron. It's all good, yeah. And then, yeah, I got Aaron Gordon. Uh, let me go. I still think uh, Hardaway is a little bit safer than uh, Ross, just because it's it's Orlando. Vogel can do what he wants. So. Yeah. I still like them both, though. Yep. And then you have Eric Gordon second to last and more. Yeah. Yep. I don't like I'm not it. interested in more. Um, yeah, I'm not. Really, I don't. I, don't, I think that the closest of that grouping is Gordon and Eric Gordon and more at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. I'm not feeling Eric Gordon, man. Like oh, that whole. Uh, Dan Tony said that the Williams edition basically clinched six man of the year for Gordon. I don't see that at all. <laughs> no, uh, no. Check out my column on why, man. Like, and I also hinted on it on his blurb today. Um, I don't like how are you gonna add a thirty usage rate guy to the second unit and expect it to help a guy scoring. Um, hey, maybe Daryl will win it. What's they up? Keep him the sec- maybe they'll keep Daryl in the second unit just so yeah, you know, that'd, be cool. that'd be cool. Yeah. Rookie six man of the year has that ever happened before? I'll look that up later. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so, though. Okay, so good there. Marlo Juan is asking a, a big trade. Um, Lowry and Bledsoe for Russell Westbrook. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm going Lowry and Bledsoe side, man. Lowry's pretty similar to Westbrook as it is. It depends. I In mean, terms of value. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, we, I, think, I think Bledsoe's... Did you say the format? Uh, it's nine cat, but I don't know depth. Like if it's a shallow league, I'm, and I'm like, if like you're looking at like eight guys to pick up every day, I would probably take Westbrook. I'm I'm still on the other side. I like I like Bloodstone and I like Lowry. I hate. I mean, the only the only thing about Lowry is he always cools down the last two months. He always does. Yep, that's another thing, and he'll get rested as well. Yeah, like they'll rest him once they figure out where he's at. But he was also not healthy last year with that elbow injury. I mean, it, it really depends. Like, if you're in first place and you have Westbrook and you're chilling, no reason for you to shake up your roster. Um, but, yeah, I, I would probably... Like, if again, if, if the wire's really dry, the difference between Lowry and Westbrook's really close. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's pretty fair deal. But, I mean, if yeah, if it's competitive, there's like you said, there's no question in your vacuum that the Lowry and Bledsoe side has more value, so... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you're, if you're not doing well in the standings, then for sure do that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Connor Sullivan's asking, interesting question here. Uh, George's Papa Giannis and Scala Bissier, what, what are your thoughts on them? Obviously, we'll know more tomorrow, um, but there's going to be minutes. Matt Barnes is gone. Obviously, Boogie's gone. Um, more guys are expected to be cut. Galloway, um, they said maybe Reek, maybe Collison gets traded. Uh, I mean, this roster's going to be gutted. Malachi Richardson's hurt. Uh, we're going to see Costa Kufas, Willie Colley Stein get big minutes. So, um, Kufus is a trade candidate too, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Houston Rockets want want him, and I know they're looking for a contract. They said in the 10 to 12 main range, and Kufus is making eight, so yep. he's a possibility to move. So, for me, I think Scott Lavissieri is more intriguing than a uh, Papa Giannis. So. Yeah, Papa Giannis is a massive project. We talked about him on the Monday pod, uh, but yeah, Lavissieri could do a little bit of everything. He had two really good summer league games. Obviously, he's still he's still on labors in my 30 man league. 
So for now, yeah, um, there's no reason to add him anywhere except Dynasty. Yeah, we'll see what he can do. He's he's really really shaky um, overall. It's just a, a talent. So we'll see if he can string some games together. Uh, so yeah. JYP's got a couple questions. He's asking uh, who of these guys are droppable. Uh, I mean, all all of them are really. Uh, Taj Gibson, or who's the most droppable second or third, however you want to think about it, or the most valuable, whatever you want to do. Um, Taj Gibson, Mason Plumley, Kelly Olenek, Joel Okafor, or Tim Frazier. So how about this? Of those five, who do you like the most and who do you like the least? Um, Gibson, Mason I don't really, Plumley. I don't really like any of them that much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be honest. But right now, um, Kelly Olenek might be trade bait. I think I, I think I like him a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say... I. Just because you're listing four bigs and a point guard, that makes mm-hmm. me think that you could use the point guard more. So I would yeah. say Frazier's probably the most valuable there. I like him trending up. Um, what I want to say it was 229 minutes that Holiday and Frazier played together, something like that, and they had like a plus 10 or something net rating, or plus something net rating. So that's an encouraging thing for him. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Olenek, man. We've seen him get hot. He could get traded. We know Plumlee's in a spot. He's going to basically be second big man fiddle to Jokic. Uh, Gibson, no matter where he goes, is going to have big value. Okafor as well. I mean, he won't be really be able to bust loose anywhere. I'll say this: if they trade, if Denver trades uh, Fareed or Gallinari, um, I'll put Plumlee at the top of that list. Yeah, because they're have to play with Jokic then. Uh, Wancho, man. Yeah, he's, he's still going to play though. Cause yeah. you have to assume that Gallinari is gone. That's Wancho's minutes, and Fareed's gone. That's for Plumlee. Yeah. And Wilson Chandler. And, and uh, Fareed's, Fareed's also doubtful, man. That ankle injury from right. the 8th, I exactly. think it was. He's been out for... Or 8th or 10th. He's been out. And for he, he practiced yesterday, too, so that was kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah for sure. Den- Freaking Denver, man. Uh, and then also, just coming out here, the Pelicans are going to start, as expected, Holiday, Moore, Solomon Hill, Boogie, and the Brow. Yep. So... It'll be a- Cassie's, Cassie's very interesting to me, yeah, though. Yeah, it's a stretch four. He'll come in and play um, next to either one of those guys and play some three as well. Yep. Okay, let's see. Uh, JYP also asking, rank these guys, Avery Bradley, Steven Adams, and Victor Oladipo. Um, this year? Yeah. Avery Bradley, Adams, Oladipo. Really? Oladipo's been terrible. It's been really bad, yeah. Uh, Westbrook has killed him. I mean, get, don't be wrong. If Al Depot was on a better, was on a different situation, he'd be top thirty again. But he's been nothing next to Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook's straight up eating everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would. I don't know, man. I don't like Bradley's Achilles injury at all. I mean, he's, he's going to play right after the also break. Uh, uh, apparently, so we'll yeah. see. I I would probably. It's it's close though, and Adams is legit. I don't know, man. I, I, I think I would put Old Depot up there just because his ceiling's really nice and he has kind of a decent floor because Bradley's hurt all the time and Adams is a big man, but I don't know. I, I think I would be attracted by Old Depot's upside. I'm sticking with Bradley. He was yeah. so good for me before the injury. So, so. good, man. So good. Uh, and then Mr. T is asking a keeper question. Uh, 11 bucks for Middleton, 11 bucks for Drew Holiday, and $15 for Levine. Obviously, Levine's going to miss half the season next year. So, uh, tough to pick him. Even, even give if the give me Middleton. Is. Yeah, Middleton for sure. Um, Drew, I mean, before the injury this year, I, I, I drafted him, I think it was number, number 24 overall in one of our leagues. So, we were, yep. we were excited about him. Yep, 30-deep, 30, 30 man. I got him and Dario and James Harden and Miles Turner and Otto Porter. That's insane. Yeah, I just I, I wish I had Zach Levine so much. I gotta make a trade for a guard. 
I have, I have, and also hit on, I've been stashing Costa Cufas because um, earlier I thought Boogie was going to get dealt, like, what, three months ago, and I drafted him because <laughs> of that. So I hit on him. Uh, who else? I hit on somebody else, too. I still got Big Sauce. I got Bielitsa, who's also reportedly on the trade block. And then I got Zubats I drafted in my last pick, and I've held him all season. Nice. So, yeah, we're we chilling out. We're chilling. <laughs> went, the, went the back-to-back. All right. Um, what else? Uh, what do you got working? You and I are going to be blurbing our faces off tomorrow. Um, anything else you got going on? No, that's really about it. I mean, we're, we're delaying roundtable until Friday, so we'll have the winners and losers for that. So, nice. that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, any so anything that you're thinking like prediction? Do you see Jimmy Butler or Paul George or any other blockbusters going down? I still think Butler's going to Boston. I think so too, man. This is their window, man. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is getting up there. He's like he's gonna be 28 soon. His contracts. Um, if you're getting you're getting him on a great contract, you're getting Crowder on a great contract. Dude, go for it. And Woj made a great point. Celtics are getting a top three pick, right? Yeah. The top three prospects are point guards. So. Yeah. They, they have to go for it. I mean, yeah. they could deal that pick and, and not risk upsetting Isaiah by bringing in Marco Fultz, Dennis Smith, or Lonzo Ball. So go for it. Trade that pick to, to get Butler. Would you – what if what if um the, would the Bulls – like you have to throw that pick in and what else? Like that pick. And probably – they'd probably have to throw in Avery Bradley. I mean, Avery Bradley is also he's, – he's on – He's also on the books till next year yeah. on $8 million. He's going to look to get paid, too. If they don't make a big deal, I mean, Bradley will want to play. He can get an extension. Oh, Bradley can get max deal, yeah. I think. Yeah, he, he's, he would get paid if, if the Celtics don't do anything. Right. Cool, yeah. I, I mean, something to go down. I mean, so many, there's so many clear buyers, so many clear sellers right now. The, the, the buyers have a lot of good assets, especially Boston. Like, Boston has to do something tomorrow. All those picks, Dancing Bear, Yabuselli, uh, Zizak's been pretty decent. I mean, this team's just so low. I, I can't remember a team that's loaded with this many assets, man. Yeah, Zizak's been killing it in the EuroLeague for you guys. <laughs> Wait yeah. on him. Yeah, dude, you, the Dancing Bear's, he has two threes a game. Uh, Twenty. This is in China, so China's not like yeah. Liga A or anything like that, but yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. For, you and I both love watching him in Summer League, man. <laughs> Dancing Bear is awesome. One of my favorite nicknames. It's up there with the homie on the process. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it's like number one non, non-Philly non division. <laughs> all right. So good stuff, man. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to – yeah, we'll be, we'll be on all day. I probably won't be able to check out tweets too much tomorrow. We're gonna, but I'll be retweeting everything. Jonas will, too. Follow him at Jonas Nader. And obviously check out rotoworld.com. On the NBA side, we will be blurbing again everything you can imagine from every reporter that is on the beat. Should be fun. We'll probably have well, it's over under on blurbs tomorrow. Two fifty. Um, I'm gonna say over. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting a monster deadline, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. You and I are gonna be on pretty much nine Eastern. Just go nuts the whole day, man. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, exactly. All right. So you guys enjoy the deadline, and thanks for coming on, Jonas. Thanks, Mike. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.